listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. I think there's three possibilities how you can take yesterday's game and what you would take away from it. Number one, the Lakers played poorly early and still won. So it's going to be tough to beat them. Hey, if you don't beat them, if they can't be beat by maybe the best player in the NBA, Curry, as some would say, when they play that poorly, you don't have any chance. Forget about it. It's over. Okay, title's done. Decided. That's A. B is the Lakers played poorly early. That's the consistent part of this. And that tells us they are more likely to play poorly for the rest of the playoffs. That what we're seeing, that the fact that they barely squeaked by a team that has one player that plays well at all, Curry, I mean, really, other than that, no one is top 50 in the league. I mean, I don't think Draymond is at this point. So if you have a team with one player and you struggle to beat them, it takes a heave late as the announcer said, a heave from three, huh, that doesn't bode well. So scenario A is it looks great. You saw the bad stuff. Scenario B, uh-oh, this is a harbinger of more trouble to come, more struggles. And then there's C, Lakers played bad, but this tells us that they're rusty, maybe not fully healthy, And what we saw them winning was that fortitude, that veteran experience that will continue, but physically they're going to get healthier and they're going to get more cohesive. They're going to be comfortable together. Because remember now, it's been quite a while since AD and LeBron played with any of these guys. And then many, like Schroeder, first-year guys, and with Drummond, hardly any time at all. So thus you would expect an upward trend Yes, it's cause for concern, but the trend line should be good. I think those are the three ways to look at it. Where do you fall, Jonas? Uh, I would be concerned if I were a Laker fan. That did not look like a team that has either the energy or the health to make a deep run. And they were a couple of breaks, a couple of foul calls go here or there. And, and we're talking a whole different tune. And they're fighting for their lives against Memphis coming up on Friday and not the Golden State Warriors. And credit to them for winning. But I, I just I don't I don't see the same team that a lot of people in the media and a lot of fans have seen uh, with this Laker squad. You said energy. So, do you, which players on the Lakers, or was it just a team malaise? Do you feel like had a lack of energy? It's it's the fatigue. It, LeBron's not a hundred percent, and I don't think Anthony Davis is close to a hundred percent. And if your two best players aren't close to a hundred percent, and and that we're just now starting the playoffs, I just don't know how they improve and get healthier as the playoffs go on. Because remember now, as much as we can discount seedings, and I think the seedings have become less important in the recent years, and this year without 100% capacity in the venues, they'll be less important than typical seasons. Last year was an extreme. Obviously, in the bubble, there were no actual home teams. But an advantage of a higher seed is it's easier to finish off a series earlier Whereas uh, winning in five becomes a lot easier. Now you save yourself an extra game. Obviously, you're playing easier competition in the first round. Thus, the four series isn't as challenging. Let's not forget, this is a situation where this game was an extra game. 
Again, we don't even know what it is because the NBA is having trouble deciding. As we were joking yesterday, it's not the playoffs, but it's not the regular season. I think it's chicken. I mean, we don't we don't know fish, fowl. I don't know, and that's going to be a fun little conversation we'll have because we did have a fifty point game. We did have a triple double for LeBron. Where does that go in his historical stats? Interesting question, but more importantly, this effort was extra. This was a this was a plan. And for the Lakers to win, they got to win four games, four games, four games, and four games. And it's tougher if you're not going to have home court in any of them, which is most likely they won't. And we haven't seen a team seated like this ever win it. This would be a first-timer, a team like that, the Lakers, winning it. We're straight out of Vegas. Now, do you feel like – and I know some people confuse this, Jones. You're not a doctor. You're not an MD. But, either am I, do you believe the Lakers' injuries, and let's look at LeBron specifically, and we talked about the high ankle sprain recently, uh, it feels like something that doesn't get better without rest. Yeah. He had a lot of rest, it, it, it's gotten better to whatever degree, but every time he has a little twist on it, a little comes down funny, it could be even a setback. It doesn't feel like this injury gets better before the end of the playoffs for LeBron. Yeah, that's and that's been my th- thought on it as well, too, because he tried to come back, and then, you know, he missed time right afterwards, and the thought was, oh, okay, well, you know, we're just going to rest him and pick and choose our spots. No, he missed he missed a couple of games. It wasn't like oh, he yeah, just missed. Yeah. And, and then there was, you know, he tweaked it again, and there were some conversations about that. I just, I look at it and I go, it's a much bigger deal than a lot of people are making it out to be, and, and to to your point on the play-in game, you know, it's it's like having a membership somewhere. Like, like yeah, it's great to have the membership. You're going to pay your monthly fees. You also had to pay an entry fee to even to qualify for it. And last night was their entry fee. They've still got to pay monthly fees, and they're going to have to deal with the Suns, who are a really good team that are going to be fully rested. They're going to go on the road, unless there's an upset of a higher seed, um, you know, for majority of the playoffs. And we've talked about it. When's the last time we've seen one of these lower seeds make really a deep run. I think, what was it, the Rockets uh, back in the mid-90s, I think, was was the last team we were we were thinking about last well, year when this happened. T- to make a run, the Knicks were an eighth seed in 99. Okay. Yeah, that's true. But, but yeah. they didn't win it. And remember, yeah. that was a strike-shortened season, so we can always say, hey, the, we, they maybe weren't really an eighth seed, right, because in shorter game. Uh, and you could make the case the Lakers aren't really a seven because of all the injuries. So, but still, and you said, oh, most likely no home court. It would take a crazy yes. turn of events yeah. for the Golden State, likely the eight, well, who knows, <laughs> we'll see, likely the eighth seed to then have to win all the way to the fi- or, right. or conference finals for it to be seven versus eight, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's so I just, I look at it and I, I just, I've been surprised at, at the, the amount of optimism from people in, oh, well, you know, as long as those guys are healthy, you know, they'll win the Western Conference. Well, they're not. They're, they're not healthy. You can just see that and say that they're not healthy. And this idea that a long playoff run is going to make these guys healthier, like their bodies are out of shape and they're going to get into shape. No, these are injuries, and those injuries cause problems. That is different. And some injuries need rest more than others, and, and an ankle is one of those. Every time yeah. you're banging on it, the Rockets in 95 were defending champions and were the sixth seed yeah. and ended up winning. But consider that team. If I recall, all the pieces came back. 
I think one of the sneaky problems with the Lakers is even if somehow they get healthy, which I don't think they will with LeBron specifically, they still haven't played that much together. This is a new team in a way, right? So without Rondo, you know, with Schroeder, I mean, to me, that's and with Drummond supposedly going to play a key role. We'll see if AD's playing the five. I don't know how much Drummond's playing, but that was one of the things that gave the Lakers hope. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. So here's the question. If the Lakers are pretty much even money, just small favorites over the Suns, yeah, let's account for the fact the Suns have the home court, so that means something. But that's saying the Lakers and the Suns are comparable teams. Now, some people might say, oh my gosh, the seventh seed, the second seed. Well, yeah, but no one thinks the Lakers aren't better than the Suns, it seems like. So, this being this tight is confusing. But if we look at the title odds, we know the Lakers are the second favorite, about four and a half to one. They're getting paid off. What's the Suns, McKenzie? Phoenix Suns are the seventh favorite. They're 18 to one. Wow. So you have a team that's 18 to 1 to win it. Another team is 4 to 1, 4.5 to 1, but somehow they're almost even money in the first round against each other. Jonas, what we know for sure is this is anti Laker action, it's not pro Suns action. Yeah, and, uh, and and I just uh, again I'm on the wrong side of it. That's just a less <laughs> lesson learned. Three years in, and I still am on the wrong side. People of these love bets. consistency. They That's love. It is. <laughs> well, you know what's funny? The smartest people. No one's great at everything. And and let's be honest. For someone that does it for fun, you know a lot of gambling. I mean, I'm saying that sincerely. <laughs> But you know not to bet against me. That yes. is a sign of smart. Yeah. I think you've actually beat me the one bet we had for ten bucks or something, right? Yeah, and that I that I retired. Yeah, I, I oh my Listen, gosh. I, that, I, knew, I knew what happened. That yeah. was smart. <laughs> right out of Vegas. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at six p.m. Eastern, three p.m. Pacific. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. I want to be clear. I'm not saying the NBA fixes games. If I thought they did, I'd say it. I don't. I think they have a vested interest in who wins some of these games. And within a series, they have a vested interest in series not ending soon. Right? Imagine like MJ against Seattle back in whatever it was, 96 or 97. And it was like they were up 3-0. Is it a coincidence that Seattle wins two games before the Bulls finish it? I don't know. You could say maybe MJ wasn't as focused. Yeah. But after they lose the first one, I don't know. What does the NBA do if I'm right? That there is a type of effect they have. It's all about sending certain officials to certain games. Is it a coincidence 
that they don't set the officials for all seven games before a series starts. You would think that would kind of make sense. Instead, it's like, huh, what do we need here? It's 2-0. Huh, we need the home team to do well. What kind of official do you send then? A team or an official that's affected by the crowd. Batters track it. Some officials are affected by crowds, some aren't. Now, this is historically, not right this second. What else do you have? Maybe a situation where an official calls a lot of fouls down low, or maybe he doesn't. I believe Golden State and the Memphis Grizzlies, the league wants Golden State as the eighth seed. Could you imagine wanting Memphis instead? No. So what does it mean? It means if, if, if the NBA says, eh, you know, maybe let's send an official that uh, or officials that – don't call a lot of fouls down low. Well, how does that help things? Well, wouldn't you agree, Jonas? Memphis is a big physical team inside, kind of like the Lakers. If you made a list of those teams, there's only a handful in the NBA. Memphis is on that list. Well, if a ref isn't calling Draymond for a shove in the back or maybe a double team is smacking at the ball, three calls a game go one way instead of the other. It affects the chance of one team winning significantly. I don't know for sure that's going to happen, but historically, and you can be sure of this, in Vegas, there were certain odds on certain games when a team would be up 2-0, let's say, that if the NBA didn't have any effect on it, the odds wouldn't have made sense, that betters accounted for that as a factor. That I can guarantee you. What do you think of all this? Well, I like that uh, Nate McMillan's being proactive, basically saying before we even get going here, I just want everybody to be on the lookout for some stuff. I I think you're right. And I I think it's really smart. It's the same thing Phil Jackson always did when he was critical of, uh, you know, an official or Greg Popovich or whoever. You knew the next game out they were going to get the calls because they exposed what they thought were some, you know, deficiencies with the performance of these officials. They, They thought, you know, the calls weren't fair and Nate McMillan just painting a broad brush and saying listen there's stuff going on here I've told my team that he knew he was probably going to get fined and he just threw it all out there ahead of time I think I think it's a great great strategy no I, I think if anything it's putting the league on notice yeah. whatever you do make if you do anything make sure it's not obvious because if it is <laughs> we're going to be talking about it in the athletics someone said unforced error with McMillan I don't think so I think it was shrewd like you said Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.